The first reading is taken from Mark chapter 1, verses 9 to 11, and can be found on page 1002 of the Church Bibles. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, who I love. With you I am well pleased. The second reading is Acts chapter 2, verses 38 to 39. And my marker fell out of the Bible. And can be found on page 1094. Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off and for all, who, for, and for all whom the Lord our God will call. This is the word of the Lord. Beautifully read, thank you. I'm, I'm slightly standing here tonight thinking I'm not sure we even need what I'm going to say because weren't those stories, those testimonies, absolutely incredible. I mean, unbelievable. Well done. Brilliant. Well, Tom briefed me carefully. He said, Mike, why don't you speak tonight and just be really, really short and um, very, very funny. And that's what I was like, Tom, no pressure then. And uh, what I wanted to do tonight was really just unwrap what baptism is for the benefit of anyone, maybe who's visiting tonight, who, who, who is unfamiliar with the church or who, who uh, doesn't really understand why on earth we're doing what we're doing tonight. So that's the plan. And I was thinking, how should I do this? And I thought, maybe I'll compare it to something that looks a bit like a baptism. Compare the two, and hopefully that will, that will help. I'm hoping it will. So here's a video I want to play. good is it that was that was basically Olivier Favre uh, a brave French man that was the highest dive so far in history 177 feet 54 uh, meters and um, he risked his life taking that plunge so to speak and what I want to do is just think about what he did and what the guys uh, are gonna do tonight and and bring some deep theological reflections along the way hopefully so um, I want to suggest tonight there are great similarities between what Olivier just did on that movie and also what these guys are going to do tonight. Sim similarities, you know, uh, they, they both take a leap of faith, uh, they both end up in water, 
Uh, but there are, some, there are some quite big differences uh, uh, as well. And so I want to just think about this very, very briefly. First, I want to suggest tonight that Olivier and all those getting baptized tonight are being very, very courageous. Olivier was very, very courageous. And uh, I want to suggest these are tonight. Uh, apparently on his previous try, he nearly broke his back, Olivier, so he, he, he sort of got over his nerves and went for it. And I don't know about you, can you remember as a child standing on the top diving board in the swimming pool? You know that feeling, don't you? And uh, he's just, so uh, he was very, very, very brave. And um, I suggest that the baptism candidates tonight uh, are also being courageous because actually um, they're doing something quite extraordinary. And uh, I don't know about you, but I, I haven't always been uh, a Christian. What these guys are doing tonight, they're, they're basically declaring publicly their faith in Jesus Christ. They're turning away, as, as, as they've already spoke of, from a life and starting uh, a new life. And uh, I don't know whether you uh, have reflected much on Jesus, whether you've thought of him much. I didn't have a Christian um, upbringing or a family. Some of you uh, like that too. And um, basically, you know, I just... Uh, I guess I thought the church had nothing of relevance or importance uh, for me at all. And uh, um, I was working as a lawyer in the city, and I knew some Christian lawyers. I got to know some Christian lawyers. I thought that that was a contradiction in terms uh, for a start. And um, basically, they started saying, that why not come to the church? Why not come to the church? And uh, we'd love to speak to you about Jesus. And I, I found even just the talk of Jesus just slightly embarrassing. I just thought, really, you believe in Jesus today, in, it was 1993, and uh, I was thinking, gosh, that's so strange. But I went to their church, and I started doing a lot of spiritual explorations, and uh, basically, I ended up via uh, a bit of Buddhism, a bit of Baha'ism, some New Age meditations and workshops, to actually um, come to the realization that uh, Jesus was the Son of God, He had lived, He had existed, he had died, he had been risen again. And as I logically believed that, I actually examined the evidence for that, these, these lawyers took me through the evidence, I thought I basically uh, have to come to faith. That's the only logical, really, thing uh, to do. And I, I, I did sort of have some um, concerns because for me, I always thought God was a bit grumpy, kind of out to get you. Um, you know, like the guy, the beard, the nighty, all that stuff on the cloud, you know. And I, I wasn't too sure about this, but what they explained to me was actually God is a God of love, and uh, he's for his people, not against his people. He delights in humankind, and uh, actually he, he seeks and wants to uh, lead people into life and life to the full, to experience a life that actually without him isn't possible, without relationship with him isn't possible, uh, and a, light, a life that will always be diminished uh, uh, outside of relationship with him. And so I thought, okay, uh, I'll, I'll give this a go. And um, I sort of came to faith and was baptized, as these guys were. Baptism is courageous because actually what these guys are doing tonight, what I did all those years ago, was embrace a whole new way of life. And many of them spoke about that, didn't they? It's like they were putting a marker in the ground tonight. This is different. This is new. And uh, actually, baptism, the Bible speaks of baptism being a new birth. It's so radical. Josh, our worship leader, uh, he's got a four-week-old son called Reuben. He, he, he's a newborn baby. And there's this sense, the Bible teaches, that baptism is a new birth in John's Gospel, John 3, 5. I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. 
I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he's born of water and of the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. And uh, there's this sense that when we come to faith in Jesus Christ, when we're baptized, we experience this new birth. And uh, there's lots of symbolism uh, with baptism. Going into the water, you go under the water. Uh, the, the water in scripture uh, has a number of meanings. One of them was like the deep and it uh, signifies death. So that you actually go in and you die under the water as Andy and uh, Tom baptized people tonight and you come up and uh, this is a whole new way of life. It's a sort of death and rising again, again. This is described in the Bible, Romans 6. Well, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? We are therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the way of the Father, we too may live a new life. So this is something extraordinary. This isn't normal. This isn't sort of uh, humdrum. This isn't uh, mundane. This is an extraordinary thing that is happening uh, tonight. It's an extraordinary thing when anyone comes to Christ and is baptized. Our old life uh, uh, is over and a new, new life uh, begins. So I want to suggest firstly that uh, like Olivier jumping off that thing, uh, actually, those who are being baptized tonight are, are actually being very, very courageous and starting this new life in the power uh, of God. Secondly, I want to suggest tonight Olivia's dive and everyone's baptism tonight was actually uh, very, very powerful. For Olivier, I read a bit into his life. I, I have to confess I'm not an expert in high jumpers, French high jumpers, but I had looked into his life. He, he's got into the Guinness World Records. He's quite famous now in his world of high diving, and uh, it's had a powerful impact on him. But I suggest tonight, uh, for those who are being baptized, something even more powerful is happening than fame and success and adulation and finance and money and all the stuff uh, we tend to chase. Uh, why is that? Because actually, when we come to faith in Christ, when we're baptized, uh, uh, baptism and faith bring something powerful, fundamental, transformational uh, into a person's life. It, it's, it's this whole thing uh, in relationship with God begins and uh, it's an extraordinary, extraordinary difference. If you've been a Christian for a while, you tend to forget that. You tend to lose that and church can become humdrum or it's just normalized and this is what we do. But actually uh, we forget something extraordinary happens when we uh, see Christ for who he is, when we uh, come to faith and are baptized. Now I have to say, um, before I came to faith, I never thought, thought God was powerful. I kind of thought, okay God, bit grumpy, okay, I've read the Bible, uh, I, I kind of, I just struggle with it, I find it a bit boring, and um, actually I don't think God is powerful at all. But actually what we're reminded in baptism is actually of the power of Christ. And, um, Baptism is powerful because it's not just about dying and rising, it's also uh, about cleansing. There's all sorts of stuff that goes on in baptism. And uh, you, we were reminded of that in that chunk from uh, Acts, this guy Peter, who also discovered Jesus, who also had his life transformed. He writes this, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. 
And that is what some of you were, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. There's lots of terminology we use in the church, isn't there? You know, repent, sins, uh, forgiveness, all these things, sanctification, that actually we sort of understand. But if you're on the edge of the church or outside the church, it sounds like a foreign language or just very, very strange. Um, Basically, this idea of repentance is this thing God calls us to, to turn away from sin. That's another word that's so loaded. But basically, this, this idea of repentance is like we're going this way, and this is what people have just described, isn't it? But they've decided to go this way. Uh, in the Greek, it's turning around, metanoia, turning around. So these guys are making a powerful uh, decision tonight. They're turning away from an old life and the sins of the old life. What are sins? Sins are greatly misunderstood. These are anything, attitudes, actions, thoughts, behavior, which diminish human life, which diminish us as people and rob us of the life and the beauty of life and the freedom of life and the extraordinary grace and opportunities that God wants to give us. Or it's this uh, attitudes, behaviors, all the rest that robs other people of these things. So God in his goodness, in his love, in his grace, in his mercy wants us to turn away from these things for our own sake, but also for the sake of, of other people. So it's about cleansing, but baptism is more than cleansing. It's also about being put right. Uh, with God. There's this sense that actually where we diminish other people, where we uh, diminish ourselves, where we diminish creation, these things, these sins separate us from God. And actually God is grieved when that happens. And so he wants to uh, reconnect us, uh, restore his relationship with us. And of course he does that through Jesus dying on the cross, as people have already uh, spoken about today, that actually Jesus lives this beautiful life. If you want to see human life as it can be lived in all its grandeur, all its wonder, all its earthy reality, you just look to the life of Jesus and then you uh, think of his death and watch what he does on the cross. And as someone said tonight, Jesus dies in our place on the cross and uh, takes all the burdens of uh, our sin onto himself, and uh, he sets us free. And that's why Paul, the Apostle Paul, this other guy who was uh, not really involved in the church at all, had a massive turnaround. He says, actually, when we come into relationship with Jesus, actually, we're free from accusation. Uh, God looks at us without blemish, and, uh, uh, um, you know, um, we're blameless before him. See, that, that is good news, isn't it? Is that good news? I always used to think God was like, oh my gosh, I've got this going on in my life, I've got this, I said this yesterday, I do this. Actually, uh, God has dealt with that and taken all of that on the cross. And this is the wonder of uh, Jesus. When we come into faith uh, with Jesus, it's the end of guilt, it's the end of accusation, it's the end of self-condemnation, it's the end of all those voices that run us down, diminish us, And uh, actually, this is the wonder of what Jesus has done. So it's not just about cleansing, it's also about justification. And uh, it's not just about cleansing and justification, it's also about putting on a full new set of clothes. This is the wonder of coming to faith and baptism. We don't just stand in a completely different relationship with God, but actually we go on in our life in a completely different uh, way. 
Paul writes in Galatians, for as many of you were baptized into Christ, have actually put on Christ. And there's this sense that when we come to faith, when we're baptized, uh, we actually then put on Christ. And we live his daring life, his extraordinary life. We take the risks he takes. We do the things he did. And uh, we uh, adopt the attitude of love uh, that he uh, adopted. So it's an extraordinary thing uh, being baptized. Baptism is really, really powerful uh, when put together with faith in Christ, Jesus' life, what Jesus has done on the cross, and his extraordinary resurrection from death back to life. You've got to hold those things together. Baptism on its own, apart uh, from uh, the cross and those other things, isn't powerful. But when you actually put these things together, uh, something extraordinary happens. Finally and thirdly, baptism is about adventure. It's all about adventure. Olivier said, you know, jumping off that thing, preparing for that jump, 177 feet, it was a great adventure. And as I look back, I've got so much pride with what I've done. And I look back, I've had so much celebration. And good on him. Uh, I applaud him. But baptism is way more powerful. And it's not just about the past. Baptism actually isn't just a forgiveness of the past and, a, and a putting the past uh, to rest. It's also about the adventure of looking uh, ahead and um, uh, being uh, uh, full of anticipation for all God is going to do in and through us. Uh, through the future, uh, in the future. And so this is this extraordinary adventure that God leads us on. Apart from him, uh, you know, you, 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 you will not be able to come up with plan, dream, diarize, be coached into the things that God has for you in the future uh, because he leads and guides us uh, into extraordinary things. And uh, of course, um, the greatest uh, source of adventure is that God himself, when we come to faith, lives inside us. This is the truth of the gospel. This is the wonder uh, of uh, who Jesus is and what he's done. And uh, it's the uh, coming of the Spirit, the filling of the Spirit, that actually is so key, that's such a part of baptism, this idea of uh, the water signifying uh, the Spirit. That was uh, clear from our readings, wasn't it, in Mark and Acts. Just as Jesus was coming out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. Or Peter replied in the other passage, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So there's a huge uh, adventure that happens when actually we come to faith and are baptized because God himself comes and lives inside you. He comes and lives inside you uh, by his spirit. Now, can you live this new life? Can you do uh, this life following God uh, in your own strength? Of course you can't. You face no hope of doing that if you're not filled with the spirit or a person of the spirit. But actually, uh, he is the one who will lead and guide you, who will empower you, who will encourage you, who will champion you on through the challenging times, and there will be challenging times, through the really, really dull times, and there will be really, really dull times, and through the joyous and extraordinary times, and there will be joyous and extraordinary times. This is what the Spirit of God does. He promises to never leave you nor forsake you. So. There's a snapshot of baptism and what's going on tonight, so significant in these people's lives in eternity, forever. 
So this is a, a, an extraordinary night in their lives. Uh, I commend Jesus to anyone tonight uh, who uh, doesn't really understand who he is or what he does. Uh, if you want to explore anything about what I've said, I hope at least some of it may have made a little bit of sense. Why not come to some of our Christi Christmas services? Uh, why not come um, to a course we're running in the new year called Alpha? That's starting at the end of January. And uh, we'd also love just to meet you and have a coffee with you or just uh, get to know you um, in, a, in a more informal setting, if that's what you would like. So uh, I want to congratulate those who are being baptized tonight. You are brilliant. You are wonderful. And um, we want to really just stand with you tonight. And um, as I close, may God bless you all uh, on this important night and on into the future uh, of your life. It's so very, very exciting. <laughs>